This week, we're looking into what equipment you need in order to start a podcast. Hello. Thank you very much for letting me into your earbuds. It's an honour and a privilege for me to welcome you to Business Souls, the podcast which helps you maximise your magnificence by exploring one topic about business each week for 10 minutes. So without further ado, it's over to me to start the show. Hello and welcome to episode 24. What equipment do I need to start a podcast? Over the next few weeks, you're going to see me really try and build up the community side of Business Souls and help you to get your voice out there and get your business soul, your business brand out there as much as you possibly can. If you want to work with me, I'm more than happy to. You just have to get in touch. You can do so by podcast at b-souls.com or by direct message either on Instagram or Twitter at Business Souls. Like it sounds, Business and Souls and Souls is S-O-U-L-S. Also, if you get an opportunity and you're enjoying this podcast, it would be great if you could review me in your favourite podcast directory. A bad workman blames his tools. And that's by the very sensible George Herbert, who was a Welsh poet, orator and priest in the 17th century. I think we do blame our tools sometimes. We can spend an awful lot of money on certain things and find that they're not any good. But equally well, we cannot spend enough money on things and find that they're really bad. And sound is one of those things that I think is really, really important, particularly for a podcast. And particularly when you first start a podcast. Why do I say that? Well, if you've got a massive following on a social media platform and you have a podcast, they'll probably allow you not to have great sound. Unfortunately, for most of us that don't have a big following, that is not the case. And you'll be judged about the quality of sound that you give on your podcast. And it may even cause people not to listen to you because they're like, I really like the message that this guy's giving across. But what I don't like is the sound. It sounds awful. So you really need to think about that. So before I get into what recording things we need, and I'm trying not to make it too complicated, so I will sort of gloss over things. If you've got any questions, please do get in touch. You, you know the ways by now, but I will repeat that at the end of the, of the podcast. So let's think about the single person podcast, i.e. a podcast like this effectively what you want to do is you want to record your voice then you want to take that voice and you want to edit out any sort of incorrect items you might have some ums in there you might have some pauses that you don't want and you want to add music and you want to add effects to maybe make it sound a bit better you're then going to need to convert it to what's called an mp3 type of file so that you can actually upload it to your podcast host. Now that slightly differs if you're an interview or you've got multiple hosts, because effectively what you're doing is not just recording one voice, you need to record multiple voices and that affects the kind of equipment you need. So let's go into the types of recording equipment. Now you will need in addition a microphone, but I'll explain about that in just a minute. So the first type is direct to computer. So effectively, you're going directly into your computer. The second type is a recorder that's like a small unit that effectively you record into. The third type 
is a mixer unit. So this would be used in single podcasts, but mainly if you've got multiple inputs, i.e. multiple microphones, because you've got either a guest and an interviewer, or you've got multiple hosts. And effectively, those microphones would all go into a unit, which is called a mixer unit. And that would then either go directly to the computer or directly to a standalone recorder. Or these days, sometimes they actually have a recorder built in. The last type is what's called a multi-track recorder. So effectively, it's just like the mixer unit, but instead of recording to like one stereo track, the multi-track recorder records each input as its own track. What does that mean is if you've got four microphones, they'll have four tracks. So effectively, when you come to edit the podcast and let's say you've just got a mixer and you've got four microphones and you forget to turn one of the microphones up. So it's a really low. So you could hardly hear what that person's saying. You're going to have to redo the whole recording. If you've got a multi-track recorder, you can just take that particular track and boost it up. So it's much, much better and saves a lot of time. But obviously it's a bit more complicated. So, you know, there's pluses and minuses as always. Then you're going to need a microphone. And essentially there are three types of microphone. You've got a USB type microphone that basically plugs directly into your computer. You've got a USB type converter which will convert a, a normal microphone into effectively USB or you've got a 3.5 or 6.3 millimeter type plug microphone. Now I'm not going to go into the individual types of microphone. There are lots of different types of microphone. That is just a whole episode on its own. But effectively you've got if you like the, the domestic type of microphone. And then the last type of microphone is an XLR-based microphone. Essentially, that's a professional microphone. So let's look at each of the recording types and the kind of things that you need to consider. So if we're going direct to computer, now the benefit of this is that you can use the same software to record and then you can edit it in that same bit of software, which is really good from the point of view. It saves you a lot of, a lot of time. However, Unfortunately, because of the way computers are built, there, you do get a bit of noise from the internal components, which can affect your recording. Generally, you will use a USB type of microphone for this type of recording. But as I said, you can have uh, a conversion unit that effectively takes an XLR or a 3.5 or 6.3 mil type microphone and essentially converts it to USB. On some computers as well, you can plug directly in a, a microphone. Usually it's a 3.5mm microphone, so that's another option. Good examples of a microphone is the Rode NT-USB Mini microphone. So that's something that I would definitely recommend if you're going down that route. Obviously, if you've got multiple microphones, then you need to go down a different route. And effectively, you will need a mixer and you will need a standalone recorder or you, the mixer will need to go directly into your computer. And as I said, what you're going to be able to do then is each person, you can effectively fade up or fade down their, their sound and that will feed out to a, 
what's called two tracks, so a left and a right track, and everything will be recorded together. Obviously, the downside, as I've said, is if you forget put a, an input up or you make an in, input too high, you can't change that. You've just got to re-record everything. Good example of a, a mixer is the Behringer X1622 USB. I can certainly recommend that. And if you are looking for a standalone recorder, which obviously you will need to go into either directly to for a, a microphone or alternatively from the mixer into a standalone, any of the Tascam range of recorders are really good. And I'll leave a couple of notes in the sh in the show notes explaining those. And I'll leave a couple of the mixers that I think are really good in the show notes. So when we look at the multi-track recorder, effectively, as I've said, it's kind of you get all the benefits of the, the mixer, but each track is recorded separately. And you don't need sort of two units in this case. So you would just need the one unit, which and effectively that is going to have some inputs, which you're going to be able to control individually, but they're going to create their own track. And what does that mean? When you come to editing, effectively, you are going to be able to push the volume up and down on those tracks if you need to. Examples of that would be the Zoom R16. I have to be honest, it's reasonably old now. I used to have one. I don't anymore. So you may have to go for the Zoom R8. I think I'm right in saying that that is an actually an eight track mixer. And that is going to be plenty of tracks for you, I would think. If you're really serious and you want the Rolls-Royce of mixers, then I can certainly recommend the Rodecaster. That is what I'm using now, and it is the most amazing bit of kit. It is designed for podcasting. So I can't, unfortunately, in this episode, I can't sort of tell you about it, but you will find there will be subsequent episodes where I will talk about it because it is absolutely amazing. So now we've got our recording, we actually want to transfer it to our PC or Mac. Now, obviously, if we've gone directly to the PC or Mac, then effectively we don't need to do this step. If we haven't, then we will need to do that. So we'll need to take the recording and put it onto our PC or Mac. And then we'll need to import that into our editing software. Examples of editing software in Windows would be Audacity and the Mac GarageBand or logic and effectively what we're going to do here is we're going to get edit out sort of any inconsistency so we've got some ums in there or we've got some pauses or if you've done two or three takes of a particular segment of your podcast and you decide do you know what the first half of take one i want to take that and the second half of take three i want to take that and i want to combine them together you can do all of that kind of thing in your edit in addition to that, you're probably going to want to add some music or effects. The great thing about the editing software as opposed to the mixer is that generally it will be multi-tracked, so it makes your life much, much easier. You also are able to add sort of effects to make the sound better, things like a compressor, you might have a de for example. I'm not going to get into those things, but essentially... They improve the way your sound comes out and the end, end product. And then finally, you're going to get your editing software to output to the type 
MP3. And then you're going to be able to upload that to your host. So I've been sort of fairly brief. If you've got any questions, as I said, please do get in touch. But I just wanted to give you an idea of the kind of, of things that you need. So effectively, you need a computer with some editing software and microphone as the absolute core things you need. Ideally, you're going to have a mixer and if possible, a multi-track recorder. And you're going to need to have a microphone. So that'll either be a USB-based microphone, a 3.5mm or a 6.3mm-based microphone, or ideally an XLR-based microphone. I would love to hear from you. As I said, if you've got any questions, then please do get in touch. You can get hold of me at Business Souls, Business and Souls, and Souls is S-O-U-L-S on Instagram or Twitter or podcast at b-souls.com. And all that's left for me to say is, remember, you're not a number. Be unique. Be you. Be amazing. And above all, be a business soul.